T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, it is Super Bowl week. I know it probably doesn't feel like it. And it's certainly not a game people are going to, like, get up for around here. It is going to be a good game. I will say that. It's certainly two of the three or four best teams this year in pro football. So it should be a good matchup. One that I expect uh, KC to win. But we'll get into that more as we move through the week. I know, John, you've been on the San Fran train. San Fran's going to win this because they're going to mash Kansas City. I, I love everything Kansas City's done man, since December, whatever it was. feels like since Thanksgiving or whatever, early December, they've turned it around. Maybe it was uh, after the, the Eagles Christmas. Oh, okay. Christmas, it, whatever. Yeah. A big part of why they're doing what they're doing is their defense has transformed. It's and excellent. It's, and it's Spags. Yeah. And congratulations to him. But uh, the receivers. He's leading the way in the league. Well, I agree with you on that. The receivers also just started catching the ball. Well, you got a, a, young, a young receiver who's coming into his own. Rasheed Rice, who's yeah. actually legit, and uh, a bunch of guys who are just doing their jobs, and which is kind of what Andy had here, guys who yep. did their jobs well. Nothing spectacular. Cheap. Yeah. They got very, very, very cheap wide receivers. Yes, indeed. Which, by the way, we do have to note, like if they win a Super Bowl, it's going to be, again, with cheap wide receivers. And you know, But my point is they're not going to win a Super Bowl because that defense – it's it's remarkable what Spags has done with yeah. little DBs. You know, he's putting lots of dime yep. personnel groupings out there, moving guys around. You can never be really sure where they're going to end up. But if San Francisco decides to just get heavy and add an extra lineman and some extra tight ends and just mash that with some goal line, you know, load schemes, power schemes, I think they can – Run the ball down we'll say. throat. Look, it should be a good game. We'll get into that more, obviously, as we move through the weeks. You can weigh in on, on the week is everything we're talking about here today. Um, a lot on Embiid. Uh, a lot on the Eagles as well. Some Zach Wheeler stuff. Here's one more thing to throw into the equation. And, you know, James, every once in a while, you know, someone will be like, oh, DeCamera, you're a downer. So I could say something that's going to be a downer for everybody. Or I could act like it doesn't exist. I feel I have an obligation to say what's a downer. In their last 30 games, the James Harden L.A. Clippers are 25-5. and five. So get ready as we move toward, you know, April and May eventually, in June at some point. 
for, you know, when it comes time for the playoffs in basketball, they could win it all. I mean, guys, I don't, I don't, I mean, believe me, hold on to the wheel tight, ladies and gentlemen. Don't drive off the road. But after that really brutal start that the Clippers had with Harden, they have gotten it together 25 and 5 in their last 30. So that does not put me in a better mood as a Philly sports fan. Let's go to the phones 215 592 9494. All these topics on the table. Also, we'll pay tribute to the great Carl Weathers coming up here shortly. Let's get to Will in Northeast Philly. Hi, Will. Botron, how y'all doing today? Doing well, Will. Oh, that's good. Um, I just wanted to say, um, like, for, like, with MB and, like, with Jalen, um, you know, I thought once you, once you reach these three levels, and first, you play hard to get the payday. After the payday, you get the championship. After the championship, you work for your legacy. I think they don't, I think everybody is so into this money thing that they forgot the real reason why we play the game. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think it's, it's so much love for the money and so less love for the game now, man. And I, I believe that's what's like kind of like messing up all sports. Well, give me, well but, there's, so, there's some of that. Give me an example of what specifically is in your mind, though. I mean, I don't think that applies to the Embiid situation right now. I mean, he was busting his butt to play, man. He was playing great, great, great basketball. But who right. – who who do you have in mind when you bring up that? Because I'm not saying you're you're wrong on some fronts, but who who are you specifically talking about right now? I mean, um, it was kind of speculations that you know, um, and B was you know kind of like doing that. Also, they were saying uh, since Jalen got paid, you know, he's not playing the same. But you know what I wanted to say, um, you know, uh, what and like even with the coach for as far as with B. Sometimes we gotta. The coaches gotta understand what's best for the player, what's best for the team, and you have to step in and start to, you know, actually let these guys know. Look, look, and be look. We don't need you for this game. This game is really not important. We need you for the playoffs, the championship. I know you want to play, but guess what? We need you for the, the, the second half. What? You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, well, I've been hearing that theory for years that maybe the Sixers should just wait till the playoffs to play them. I mean. It, First off, we don't even know if they'd make the playoffs if you had a whole year without MB. Let's start with that. Number two, I mean, at what point do you just cross over into the ridiculousness? Right. I mean, seriously, like, okay, could Michael, could Michael Jordan have won a championship if he just joined and played in April, May, and June? I guess. But, I mean, isn't there something to be said for entertainment? I mean, first off, the one year he actually tried to do that, you know, they, they got knocked out in the second round, obviously, when he came back right. from baseball. Right. He just started playing mid-March. But, um I mean, you know, it's it's an entertainment product. I mean, you can't just say I'm sitting this guy out 60 games so he doesn't get hurt. You can't no, do that. No, no. no, I'm not saying it's 60. I'm just saying certain games like that last well, game. Well, they do that. Game. Certain games, they do do that. I right. mean, the, the only question is how many should it be? Should it be five? Should it be 15? Should it right. be 25? Okay. Will, give me an answer, man. Who or what is versatile? You can win these Green Day tickets. Okay, listen, I, we should be in a, in a uh, first place uh, tie or whatever. Hey, we we got we get we use them to reproduce, but every sport uses them also. Balls. <laughs> so, all right, James. I need first off to know: Did what he say make the air? Yeah, I think it's okay. I right? think so yeah. too. Yeah. I think so too. Okay. The second thing is he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer, man. He's not wrong. All right, so let's talk about the things. <laughs> Very good answer. John, let's talk about the things balls do in the world. So, 
What do you got? You got wow. rings in the new year. I mean, that's very rings matter in the of new fact. Year. You got you got many many different sports things use balls. There's all sorts of machinery that use balls bearings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. balls. ball yep. bearings. These that's what I'm talking about. Um, what else uses balls? It's hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I mean, I'm open minded. I mean, there's the the you gotta have them to to you know do something. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that was the implication earlier. Metaphorical, I'm saying. Oh uh, uh, yeah. All right. So all right, balls is a pretty good answer for versatile. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's not bad. Good job, Will. All right. So let me tell you who was more than not bad. He was exceptional. And that's the great Carl Weathers, who passed away. Chris, we saw the news. I think it was on Friday, if I remember, or Saturday, whichever day it was. Um, just a, a heavyweight, to use a, a you know a boxing term. Uh, but more than just Rocky, I mean, you know, action, action, Jackson, uh, Jackson, uh, John. You had the, uh, the Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great in that. Is what Chubb? Chubbs, 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 exactly. Yeah, Chubbs. And this was a little surprising because we have seen him now recently with the Gronk thing, uh, the the kick thing mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He was kind of like the the Chubbs coach guy for that whole. Thing. Yeah, so, it's it's a, it's um. I mean, mm. certainly for us, it came out of nowhere. We just recently have seen him. Yeah, I know. Of, like keeping tabs on. Him. I know. Yeah, Seltzer, it's, you never did get him on part the show. Of my life. I knew that was coming. This yeah. is the second person yes. I've had on the list to try to get on the show that James oh. has not been able to get. Who's I knew. Now I almost. I, I knew this was going to happen. Can't and ever fix I, that. Yeah. Kirstie Alley has died, and now so is Carl We're Weathers. To, to honor Carl Weathers' memory, and you find a way to, to take a shot. Well, at Well, of course, That's I find a way to take a shot at you. But really, what I want to do is honor Carl Weathers. Because, look, the, the main thing we know him for, obviously, is Apollo Creed. One of the great adversaries of all time, one of the great characters of all time. Uh, sort of like Darth Vader, there's a, there's a turn at a certain point where now he's a good guy. Not that, Let me be clear, not that Apollo was a bad guy in Rocky 1. He was just the adversary to Rocky. He was an sure. incredible adversary. And he was in the mold of Muhammad Ali back then. If you remember the story of Rocky, Stallone sees the, the fight when Chuck Wepner fights Ali. And so then Rocky, uh, Stallone conceives this idea of Rocky and... You know, I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, we all know Carl Weathers is playing an Apollo-like sort of character with this, you know, tremendous personality, tremendous vocabulary, tremendous articulation. I mean, uh, entertainment, just all the stuff that Apollo Creed represented, the master of disaster. Um, So a little tribute here, because let's go through the evolution of Apollo as a character in the Rocky saga. And of course, it was four movies for Apollo Creed, for Carl Weathers. Let's start in Rocky One. This is when you first start to kind of get to to know who's this Apollo Creed guy. He and Rocky are announcing the fight, and they they have this exchange uh, during the announcement. Apollo, how do you like the city of brotherly love? Well, just being in Philadelphia makes me feel patriotic. Beautiful people in a beautiful city coming up to me on the street wishing me the best. I love my Philadelphia brothers, and I'm proud to be an American. Apollo champ, Apollo. Why did you agree to fight a man who has virtually no chance of winning? Look, if history proves one thing, American history proves that everybody's got a chance to win. Didn't you guys ever hear of Valley Forge or Bunker Hill? Huh? And he's, just a, he's a great character. He's just a great. And then, of course, you know, you, you find out in Rocky II the struggle of the now, you know, still champ, but he's struggling with the fact that he barely beat Rock, and you get the concept of an athlete receiving hate mail. Marianne, Marianne, listen to this. You didn't beat nobody, and anybody who knows boxing knows the fight was fixed. This one came from London. You call yourself the champ. You're a fake. The fight was a fake. Go kill yourself. Wouldn't you rather play with the children than read hate mail? How much did you get to carry that bum for 15 rounds? You're a disgrace to your people. 
Why can't you ignore it? Are you serious? Tonight throws the piece. No, so now he's starting to become a sympathetic figure. I mean, well, that's a bad job by his wife there. <laughs> Why can't you ignore it? That really a- bad acting, isn't well, it? I mean, I it sounds bad. I don't know. I thought you know, I didn't remember it being. She so got bad. replaced by Felicia Rashad when Creed got made. Yeah, you're she right. She was out. Well, she Felicia died. Rashad. Oh, did she die? Yeah, it's because oh. she died. Oh. Yeah. So. But then there you go. Yes. Oh, All right, man. so let's get now to. So now he becomes take it back. sort of a sympathetic character to a certain extent, and of course, when Rock beats him, you know, he congratulates Rock. Um, but really, Rocky Three is where the full evolution of Apollo is on display because, you know, Rock is down after losing to Clubber Lang, and it's Apollo who steps in in the absence of Mick, and it's Apollo who helps Rocky with one very specific thing. I know your manager dying had you all messed up inside, but the truth is, you didn't look hungry. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the tiger, man, the edge. And now you got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. Eye of the tiger, man. He really is one of the more complex and fascinating characters. And, of course, <sighs> as played by Carl, I don't want to lose sight of the Carl Weathers thing. This isn't all just about Apollo Creed. But it's about how Carl Weathers brought forth Apollo oh my Creed. Gosh. Phenomenal He was it. Okay. Phenomenal. He was... Truly an athlete. Like, we know that That's right. he was an actual athlete. He played two years for the Los Angeles Raiders. He was a special teams guy, a yep. linebacker. He could actually run. You know, a lot of times you see you see movies, and, and it, it, oh, it, it insults our intelligence as sports fans that we're supposed to actually believe that that's an athlete. Well, the ultimate like, example is really? Wesley Snipes and White Man Can't Jump. Oh, that could 100%. Couldn't play basketball. It was the most Great ridiculous point. looking thing I've ever yeah, seen. Yes, horrendous. Great. Horrendous. Absolutely. And then, of course, the final. This guy could run. This I, guy could I, move. I, I, and by the way, I feel like his his coaching, his teaching has lodged into my brain. Like, I, I swear to you, like this, the, the eye of the tiger is real, man. I know. The eye of the tiger came into my life as a young athlete sure. in like third grade or second grade, whatever it was. And I believed I had to have that, you know, like. There is no tomorrow, Rock. Like, yes, Apollo Creed, Carl <laughs> Weathers trained me as an athlete. I swear to you, I believed in what he preached. That's great. Well, I'll say this. So my brothers, used, when they would come home from college or thereafter, they always used to, and they it, they weren't like make fun of me guys. They, it wasn't like that, but not in a mean way. Let me put it this way. Not in a mean way. But they would say, John, that I had lost the eye of the tiger. Because, you know, when we were all younger, you know, they, they say I was – I don't know, like, they thought I was kind of tough in the beginning. And then when, no, in, in the end, it was just me and my mom and my sister. <laughs> me and my mom and my sister, they they would come home from college incredibly disappointed. Like, what happened to you, man? Mm. You know, like, they didn't they're think, just, there wasn't enough. They were messing with you. They were messing with me. All right, messing with so you big time. One more, one more with Carl Weathers, because then in Rocky Four, and it ends horrible for, you know, Apollo Creed, as we know. But um, we... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You actually, get to the point. I mean, it's full flesh, full flesh. The audience is rooting for Apollo. I had to teach this young fellow to box, American style. Isn't oh, Drago a little inexperienced to be in the same ring? Yeah. Well, you know, some folks got to learn the hard way. <laughs> no quick knockout prediction. No, 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 I'm not angry with him. See, I just want to show the whole world that Russia doesn't have all the best athletes. <laughs> just, a, just an awesome character. And by the way, to bring it to, you know, off of specifically Apollo and to like the actual Carl Weathers. Let's listen to Stallone, then we'll get right back to the phones, because Stallone paid great tribute, great tribute to Carl Weathers over the weekend and focused, uh, you know, it was, it was longer here, but here's a portion on Carl Weathers' role in Stallone's life, obviously within those movies. I never could have accomplished what we did with Rocky without him. He was absolutely brilliant. His voice, his size, his power, his athletic ability, but more importantly, his heart, his soul. It's, it, it's a horrible loss. And I'm standing here in front of this painting because it was probably the last moment we were ever in the ring together and I'll never forget it. He was magic. And I was so fortunate to be part of his life. So, Apollo, keep punching. All right, there it is. So God bless the great Carl Weathers, who, who brought us a lot of joy, obviously, in that movie franchise in particular, but also some others as well. All right, let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. And by the way, now only two of the five main characters from Rocky are alive because Burt Young has died, Burgess Meredith has died, Carl Weathers. We're yeah, now down to and yep, Rock. Stallone mm-hmm. and Tali Shire, Shire as, the, as the main five characters. All right, Shannon's with us right now. Good morning, Shannon. Hey, good morning. Hi, Shannon. First, first time caller here. Thank you. Uh, welcome aboard. Thank you. So I know we were talking about the Pro Bowl, and I, I know we don't really put a lot of emphasis on it. Um, yeah, I put I put what they call um, zero emphasis. But anyway, <laughs> <go ahead. laughs> but I gotta say it was nice to see Jalen smiling yesterday. Sure was. Um, Having fun playing my, sports out there with his guys. Yeah, I mean, he was throwing some bombs to Ceedee Lamb there. So yeah. He's um, but good. my question for you is, is, do you think that it's ironic that the day that Jalen got elevated, that uh, A.J. Brown dropped out? Knocked out of what? The Pro Bowl well, games? Well, he, he dropped out of the Pro Bowl citing, you know, his injury. Oh. Wasn't... I, I didn't even know that. Um, I know nothing about it. John, what's... Uh, what... I hadn't thought about that, Shannon. I don't know. So you're saying it was oh, – so, Shannon, you're, just yeah. make sure I understand what you're saying. You're saying – because I didn't know any of this. When when San Francisco advanced to the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy, therefore, was not going to be eligible for the Pro Bowl games, that made Hurts automatically eligible because he was the first alternate. Are you saying yeah. the same day is the day A.J. Brown said, I'm not going to go to those Pro Bowl games? Yeah, I mean, according to what I was reading, it, everything – it was Tuesday for both incidences. Well, it won't be Tuesday for, for Hurts. I mean, to be clear, when the, when the 49ers won a championship game on a Sunday, Jalen Hurts knew Sunday night of that week he was going to the Pro Bowl. 
I mean, because that was automatic. He was next guy up. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to make of it. I mean, I hear your conspiracy theory. I don't know if there's something to it or not. I have no idea. Well, I don't want it to be a conspiracy theory. They did happen. I... For what it's worth, they did happen on the same day. She is right about that. It is Tuesday. That well, no, both but things it, were announced. But it, but I mean, the Hertz thing. Sunday's an automatic conversion. It might not have been announced he, until Tuesday. Yeah, he might not have known it was him until Tuesday, though, either. I, that's possible. Either way, the that's... point is is they did happen on the same day. All right. Shannon, give me something versatile. Who or what is versatile? Money. Um, I don't know about that. Would uh, I say money's versatile? Not really. Yeah. It, sure, it as a gift. achieves its purpose. As a gift, but... it's a very versatile gift. Yeah, but. Oh, no, what... Do whatever you want. Okay, you can you can buy something with it. You can gift it. What else does it do? No, I'm saying if you're thinking of something to give someone, if you give them money, no, well, that's then not... it allows them to get anything. And in, nah. in, in, in that way, it's a very versatile. Well, then gift. say gift giving. Yeah, mo- money's just money. I mean, that's that's, that's what I say. All right, let's get, oh, by the way, this, so the Embiid thing, if you're just waking up and joining the program here, it was last night the 76ers announced. I'll read right from their statement. Sixers statement last night. Joel Embiid will have a corrective procedure this week to address an injury to the lateral meniscus in his left knee. An update will be provided following the procedure. There was also an article from ESPN.com and reporting by Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN who wrote the following on ESPN. He wrote uh, ESPN.com. He wrote, Joel Embiid will undergo a, pr- a procedure to address blah, 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 the left meniscus, blah, blah. Um, the door isn't closed on a return this season, sources told ESPN. Embiid is expected to miss an extended period, but a more precise timeline isn't expected until doctors complete the procedure, sources said. The idea of the door isn't closed, I don't love that. Meaning, I mean, I'm glad to know it's possible you can come back, but it's also, to me, there's a a certain degree of pessimism or... I, wait, you want to hear the Sixers mean? are confident Joel Embiid will play again this season Correct. or something and like that. And that's not what was said. Yeah, what was not said is he'll be back in six to eight weeks and he'll be ready for the postseason, which, by the way, begins in about 10 weeks. So that was, to me, a notable omission that it wasn't, you know. I think, I, think it's, I think it's a positive statement that they included that. Well, I just, I, the whole thing makes me sick. I'm so tired of it so much. And I feel bad for Joel. I mean, he was balling out, man. I mean, he was uh, another use of, of balling, he, by the way. He put the work a in. ball. You're yeah. right. <laughs> he was balling out. Continues to put the work in and continues to be injured. Every it's unbelievable. Season. But this injury happened earlier. This injury I know, I know. that I I believe will be better. Like once they shave it down and they get the swelling out, his knee will feel good as new in whatever that is a month. Here's six the weeks. but here's the here's the flip side. So maybe John, the flip side though is no. Other- there's no maybe on that. Once Jen, you don't knee, know that he's going to be ready to play in six weeks. You're right. But I know that when the swelling is out of that knee, what they're doing, shaving it down, yep. like I, I, I believe he will feel like he's fixed. When he's playing again, he will not have lingering effects this season. Well, I hope you're right. I tend to think there will be effects, even if it's a in sh- whether you're in shape. Is there a resi- I mean, I know you're. So si- they know. They know the goal. They know what they have to do. do they you- have to get them through this period. Yeah. They have to get this team through this period, so they're still on pace to get to the postseason. And they need to have Joel hit the ground running when he's ready. Are you saying that when he plays, you would expect him to have no pain? Yes, no pain. They are fixing the pain part. I hope you're right. I do. 
Uh, let's go to the phones. Let's get to Bishop right now, calling from Lansdale. Hi, Bishop. How you guys doing today? Doing well, Bishop. Good. Um, first thing I want to say, Joe, playing the game of risk makes you a man. Thank you, sir. I, I was in the Army for 12 years, and all we did when we were overseas was to play risk. That's all we did. It is such a I great feel board like game. being in the Army made you a man <laughs> a lot more than playing risk did, Bishop. Well, I, well, I understand that, but risk is a man's game. It is. Well, I think the my, female, also females can play it as well. Game. It's also a child's game. <laughs> but I would say also, more, uh, more men probably play Risk than females, if I had to guess. Well, what are you I talking mean, about? We used, to have, we used to have games that would last for days on days. It, it's an awesome game. It's a great yeah. game. Um, yeah. Also, um, this whole Joel and B thing, uh, the trade deadline is going to tell me a lot about what the Sixers think of this injury. If they go out and make a big move, I believe yeah. that they believe that he will come back by the end of the year. I agree with that. Play, I agree with that. I will say this, though, Bishop. Not making a move doesn't necessarily mean that they think he won't come back. Right. It may be that just – Just means that maybe they couldn't find the right move. Exactly. Make. But I definitely well, agree it, with your point, Bishop. If they make a big move, it means they're confident he'll be back and be great. I believe if they don't make a big move, I think they could shut him down for the year because what's the point of risking anything else with him? Let him take the whole this season and the off season to really get better. I mean, I've had the same injury, you know, and, you know, granted, I'm not an NBA player, but I've had the same. It kept me out of the big, the big 33 in high school because of that same injury. How long but, um, were you out? Um, the, I got my surgery four weeks before the big – 33 game, yep. but I didn't play because of that. So it was probably about three more weeks later was when I was able to really start to run and 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 all, and all that okay. stuff after all right. that. And that was now, when you were back, a high schooler, correct? Yeah, but back in '96. So that, you know, that medicine, pacing medicine has changed a lot since. Yeah, that pacing feels like a high school, you know, like a high school athletic pacing. You know, yeah, well, you're also as you advance through the the levels of competition. Right. You know, it gets it gets more competitive at the college level. They are more yeah. you know fastidious about the way they treat things at the college level. Gets more competitive at the pro level. Sure. They are a lot more fastidious with the way they treat. Things and Bishop, the, and I mean level. this as no offense at all to the guy that did your knee. Chances are Joel Embiid's going to see you know more of a world renowned specialist than whoever did your well, knee. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, Bishop, give me give me a big time answer, man, for Green Day tickets. Who or what is versatile? Yeah, who's versatile? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Actor. Reagan. Well, yeah, he did a lot of did a lot of different roles. There's no doubt about that. All right, let's get to Mike. Mike, you're on WIP. Hey guys, uh, I was calling to talk a little Eagles. Uh, like like Joe, I'm really ticked off about this. There's no reason we should be sitting home, and, and certainly shouldn't have been sent home when we were yep. or in the manner that we were. Yep. Uh, to me, it, it, there's a couple key dimensions of leadership that I would say, because there was just a perfect storm. A lot of things didn't go our way. But, you know, Jalen, and I think John talked about this earlier, his whole thing, you know, the standard is the standard. I'm the level-headed, you know, kind of uh, guy. I don't get too up or too down, and, and I never sort of celebrate. That he, I think he overplays that for one. But it, to me, it looks like the stoic warrior when you win. But I think it's a terrible look when you lose because you look grumpy. You don't look like a strong leader. You don't look mm. confident. So I, I think that was a big dimension. But I think the bigger, far bigger one, if I had to put my finger on one thing, it's executive leadership, and that's Nick. Because, you know, 
forget the, the play call. It was bad. It wasn't working. Things were – no one was really coaching Jalen. I don't know how you could do the, the failure to read the blitz in, in three or four really key weeks and just not see anything different. And so what coordinators were good, what coordinators were bad, to me, the executive leadership. So it, it sort of troubles me that he's back now with stronger coordinators. Maybe he can be more of a CEO. Maybe he can inject where he is, in fact, going to be good and, and add. I, I do think Kellen Moore and the new quarterback's coach will be very good for Jalen regardless. I don't think – I mean, I, when I hear – I love Ray – so when I hear Ray say he's a little concerned, you know, yeah. I, I, you got to think twice about it. But I do have confidence that with the right coaching, the right leadership back in place, they, they, they're not that far away well, from getting this thing back on track. And, Mike, one thing to be clear, you know, that Ray audio we played earlier, uh, we did not play something we had played on Friday from when he was joined us last week. He was very clear in great detail that he believed the Eagles coaches did a really poor job, you know, yes. particularly on the offensive side from a scheme standpoint. And that, you know, that that ties into Jalen's issues. So, um, you know, it's, it's worth obviously pointing that out. Mike, give me it, an it, answer it's here, funny man. To me it, it, sorry, Joe, one yeah. quick thing. Just not just scheme, but train wreck. Bad tackling, bad execution, bad body language. AJ on the sideline, just all around. But anyway, sorry, Joe. And including uh, for, maybe, they should, maybe they should have benched Bradbury. I mean, people started calling for that around mid-December or so. They said yep. enough. Yep. And – you know, like nobody could have played worse than he did in that playoff game. Nobody. I mean, you, you could have taken a guy off the practice squad. He couldn't have played worse. Mike, who or what is versatile? Well, he'd also win, I think, if it's uh, the question was who or what is durable. But for versatile, I think Chuck Bednarik. I mean, you, you don't, he was, you know, a 60 minute guy. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem with that is it's two things in football. It's offense, defense, and but also it encompasses it's, it's also much. other it's people did it too at the time. Like it wasn't like he was the only guy who did it back. Then. I think he's the last. He was the last one. It. He was the last. Yeah. Still, you know, it was something that was done. Yes. Smaller rosters. Is, oh. You guys are a little harsh, don't you think, Ed <laughs> Eric? You're yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're looking down your nose at this. A By little the way, bit, guys. I mean, don't get me wrong. I couldn't do it. Sixty minutes. <laughs> oh, sixty minute yeah, man. No kidding, Seltzer. I mean, I think we should be referring to it as like fifty-eight and a half minutes because my understanding is he did not play special teams. That a great, day. great take. I love this. <laughs> yes, you are. Fifty-nine. Awful. Fifty-nine minutes and thirteen Soft, seconds. Soft, if you ask me. <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Everybody 85 and up. Don't come storm in my house today. I don't need that. I'm just joking. Let's get to Riley right now. Riley, you're on WIP. Hey, how you doing? Thanks What's for up, taking Riley? the call. What's up, buddy? Hey, I know we were talking about Carl Weathers, but I don't know if anyone's taking a look at his, San Diego, his time at San Diego State and the Hall of Fame head coach, Don Coriel, not to mention in that coaching tree within those few years between – you know, 64 to 69, when Carl was there, you look at John Madden was wow. there and Joe Gibbs. Wow. I didn't know that. I knew Gibbs and Madden over, overlapped because I know that in a football life with Joe Gibbs, he is not exactly complimentary of his experience with John Madden, which was notable to me. How so? Yeah, I uh, he he felt him, like so. John Madden did him dirty. I don't remember the exact hmm. thing, but there's there's something there where Gibbs and Madden were not on the same page. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Boy, I mean, I Madden, Madden was Madden was older, so he was a little bit more senior. And something I don't remember the specifics, but I remember watching that and like, wow, Joe Gibbs is definitely not giving 
Love the John Madden. Did I ever tell you about the time John Madden reprimanded me? No, I got to hear that. Hold on one sec, John. Riley, give me an answer. Who or what is versatile? In in football? In any world, any way, you can win Green Day tickets. Like, like Scotty Pippen, versatile. Give me something versatile. I, I think you got to look at athletes who have competed at the highest level in multiple sports like Dion and Bo Jackson. All right, I'll take the first that you said because we're looking for one, Deion Sanders. I mean, I guess in theory you could say athletes in multiple sports, but what am I writing down? Athletes in multiple sports or Deion Sanders? I guess he can take a whole category. Sure. So he gets Jim Thorpe also? Sure. Give it to him. Ooh, well, now, and, big, now the guy might win. A, that is a winning answer. Athletes that play multiple sports. Right, so he gets Sanders, Bo Jackson, and Thorpe. <laughs> All right. And I guess he gets who was that other defensive Jim, Brian back? Jordan, was remember Brian Jordan. Brian Jordan, yeah. Brian Jordan. Jim Thorpe was a lot bigger than I thought. You know, the other day we were talking about Jim. Uh, yep. 6'2", 202, 205 pounds. Yeah, small by today's standards. Back then, though, that's yeah, back, pretty big. Back then. This guy also gets Kofax. For a skill guy? He gets 6'2", 205 pounds? Well, that was the skill yeah. guy back then. I hear you. Turn of the century. That's. Are oh, you talking about Thorpe? Jim Thorpe. I thought yeah. you were saying Jim Brown. No. Oh yeah, Thorpe a hundred years ago. That's on the bigger side. Absolutely. Where did Jim Brown come from? Yeah, out of I never, nowhere. I thought I thought he said Jim Brown. I think you did say Jim Brown. I did not. I no? think he said Thorpe. Okay. I, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe I misheard. All right. So he also gets Kofax because he came, he played college basketball. Who else he got? He gets a. Uh, I mean, Tom Glavin almost played in the NHL. Tom Glavin drafted by three teams. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was Kyler Murray was drafted in the first round of the baseball. Kyler draft. Murray, Ricky Williams, who was a Philly. Yeah, Russell Wilson was drafted. In the Russell Wilson. Draft. Yeah, that's right. All right. Um, all right, John. John Madden taking you to task. Sir, the floor is yours. Uh, this will make me very happy. Yeah. he. Um, I, I was sitting. We were invited. The former Raiders were invited to celebrate Mr. Davis's birthday in Las Vegas. This was before they moved back to Las Vegas. Okay. This was a posthumous celebration of Mr. Davis's birthday in Las Vegas. This was after I retired. Was and this an annual or like no, a big number? No, this was a one-time thing after Mr. Davis passed away. Okay. It was, hey, we're just going to yeah. celebrate his life. Some people call him Al, by the Bring way. Bring a whole bunch of people so back. So funny, he still calls him Mr. Davis. <laughs> I was sitting there uh, in Las Vegas with uh, Rich Gannon yep. and John Madden yep. at a table. We were discussing the Super Bowl, and we were discussing the fact, uh, I, the chagrin. I was discussing my chagrin that – uh, Derek Brooks, the linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I swear I thought I heard him say red right 24 wide bingo cross, which is the play, the play that we're running. Because you were using the same playbook like as he's the prior using the same year, terminology. same terminology. Yeah, like, Gr- Gruden had left, that whole thing. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. referring to our play that we're about to run with the terminology that right. we're using. I thought it was so crazy. Uh, I thought it was – so unfortunate, and that's why we lost the game very clearly. And John Madden reprimanded me and said, John, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they knew the plays 60 times in a row. You line up and you do your job, and it, and they won't stop you. He's wrong. John Madden. He's, I love John Madden. He's wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying to a hitter, it's like saying to a pitcher in baseball, doesn't know if the hitter knows it's a fastball or a curveball. Okay. It does matter. Uh, here's the thing. Like we, we ran we ran one short yardage and goal line play that they knew was coming every time, and it was stopped like one time. Look, John Madden wasn't wrong about much, but he was wrong on that one. I mean, he just was. 
So you're going over John Madden's I'm, head. I'm sided with you're John. You're saying as football as it pertains to football, you know more than than John Madden. I'm does. saying in this case, John Ritchie and Joe DeCamera both. In I think he's. I case. think he has a good point, man. Yeah, if you if if they know what you're doing, it shouldn't matter. Well, if then, you do it right. Yeah, one isn't every team. Then tell every uh, other team what they're going to do every before every play. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 